I'm Bria. I'm James. We're happy you're here. It's time to start the show. <laughs> Let's get muppy. Okay, well, hello, everybody. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, you, you look familiar. To the audio audience, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> we got a caller on line three. Uh, well, how, you do, how you doing today? Welcome to 102 Food 45. We um we are I, so I'm I'm getting in my head now where we can't I can't just start these normal I know um, you and, and I've, I've but I I, pr- I make it so I don't like come up with something beforehand I want yeah. it to be in the moment it did feel very natural it does but it's also going to mean it's not as funny every time it's <laughs> it some of them are going to be a little more funny than others so it's, that's just how okay. it works. Yeah, one of these times you're gonna like really surprise me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I uh, I'll think about something. I'll think of something. Thank you so much for joining us yes, for another episode thank of you. What the Muppet. Yeah, happy nineteen. I was gonna say, hey nineteen. Oh, wow, that's cool. I can't believe it. Actually, it feels like we started not that long ago, and it's really been growing. Um, driving up here, I I was thinking a little bit about that, and um. There's parts of this that feel like um, we just got started, and and it's just really getting going and everything. Mm-hmm. To think of 19 of these we've done is remarkable. I know. Um, there's another part of me too that uh, like, oh, we've only done 19. Like it feels like <laughs> yeah. we've been doing this a while. It's it a weird combination of the two. It's it's um and, and to look a little behind the curtain for you guys too. This is really fun for obviously for us as uh, you know daughter and, and son uh, father and daughter. <laughs> You're um, <my> son. <laughs> you know, it, we, we, or, or are, are we both the son? I don't know. Right, are we? Uh, are mom. we both the daughter? Who? Wait, how does this work? You're what is our dynamic woman. again? I, I'm sorry. I, I, it's been a busy week um, with a daughter. Uh, <laughs> Can we just start this whole episode over? No, I'm joking. Um, that would that would not be cool. No, I like I like. No, it's got to stay. All of this has to stay. Daughter and father. Yeah, yeah. That all uh, that that dyna- that old uh, thing. <laughs> With that, um, we are getting more time together than we've had. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and getting to to spend more time together. Getting you know to uh, we were talking before this and getting a chance to do that and yeah. and it's been really unique in that respect. So it, to that point, like, it, it feels in some ways like we have been doing this a lot longer than we actually have. Yeah. It is kind of like a a double whammy that we get to just talk about Muppets and get to talk to you guys, which your comments and messages have been so appreciated. We really do. love them so much. You guys are so nice. Way um, beyond that. Yeah. Way beyond that. Any expectations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we also, like, I feel like our bond has gotten closer, too, and yeah. we've gotten to hear stories from each other we haven't heard before, and it's just fun all around. Very wholesome. The whole, uh, one of the, the essences of this is improv. And, yes. and things just <laughs> coming up and what, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of our con- things that we haven't known about each other that we've found out are, would be coming up probably in conversations mm-hmm. like they do just like, cause conversations are improv, yeah. you know, we, it's something that we tell our students a lot, you mm-hmm. know, they, especially if they, I, I really want to do this, but I don't think I'm good at thinking on my feet or I'm good at improving. You are. Everybody right, is. Yeah. We do it every day. We just don't think about it in that context. Always. Yeah. We don't always think about it in the way of, um, in a comedic sense, maybe. That's a good point. I didn't, I know like it's been improv, but it wasn't until now that I realized like we both enjoy acting. Yeah. And we yeah. get to do improv too, so that's fun. A lot of 
fun. Uh, especially yeah. if you've been starving to act yes. and dying to act. Which, um, if you don't mind, I am going to take this as a moment. Look, any grade school teachers out there that need like a tree in the background, <laughs> like or something, or I don't no care. Speaking and, and yeah, I just want to work. I just want to act. I don't care anymore if it's uh, you know for yeah. uh, a big name at- director or if it is just for some grade school or high school play. Yeah. I'm not biased. I just want to work. What was the first role you remember having in a play? Um, well, because I'm insane, uh, yes. I remember every role. And, and the very first role I ever had, I was Santa in a uh, Christmas play. Gosh, wow, my uh, my sixth grade pl- my sixth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Hudevelt, one of my first big influences. He was an Englishman. Uh, he actually, wow. um, it, I'm you know seven years old. and I want to be an actor, and then I get moved up here to Wisconsin and uh, end up in you know small town Wisconsin Rapids, in the middle of the state. And who is my sixth grade teacher? But this man, Tom Hudevelt, who grew up in England, who worked at the Old Crown Vic, wow. who was a thespian, like the definition of a thespian right. and everything. Yeah. So that ends up being my sixth grade oh, teacher. It's destiny. It, yeah, I, I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Uh, it's part of the reason I don't believe in coincidences. Mm-hmm. I, I think that things just happen. You know, they, they they happen the way that the universe puts us where we're we're always where we're meant to be. Yes. You know, whether it's we like that or not, we are. And um, he thought it would be hilarious to have a skinny Jewish kid from Chicago <laughs> playing Santa in the middle of Wisconsin Rapids. That man was a lesbian <clears throat> through he, and through. Yeah, and, and, and a visionary. Because uh, <laughs> he, compl- he was so right about it. Uh, I, uh, I, I had I like two that. little scenes. And I had like a pillow. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. I had a pillow. And I come out with this horrible, uh, you know, beard and all that. And just instant it. laughs. Instant laughs from the audience. He knew what he was doing. My first real role, uh, Mr. Hudevel cast me in in sixth grade, uh, was Boris in the Briefcase, and I was a Russian spy. Ooh. Um, and I... He's just, he was just playing until, yes. like... <laughs> yes, completely. Yes. Uh, I... Uh, I treated that like to this day i don't know if i have over prepared or or method acted a role more than that (laughs) part in sixth grade i i was like showing up to rehearsals and gloves and i was like oh i gotta and i i I don't need talk in a russian accent and like all these different things that i was doing and stuff and and it was it was a bad accent and i mean sixth grade yeah 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 but i i um I remember all the parts. I really do. I love um, that. I have a. Uh, I think I carry a piece of them all with me. Yeah, definitely. Um, how about you? Do you remember any early things yes. like that that you did? Um. So the first, the first role I remember being put in was also like a Christmas play, and I, the plot of it was so goofy, and we like performed it in the cafeteria. Nice. <laughs> it was like after school hours. So, uh, somebody had stolen like Santa's toys or Santa's cookies or something. Mm-hmm. And it was up to us three uh, dysfunctional elves to find out who stole these. So I can't remember the identities of the other two elves, but I was Bumpy the elf. And I took my roles very seriously. <laughs> so I was like uncoordinated elf. I was Bumpy. <laughs> yes. So I can remember night of the play, I'm supposed to like you know, bump into a table. I ran into that table. <laughs> and I hurt my That's hips my kid. so bad. <laughs> but I, like, I carried through. The audience had a gasp, and I was like, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was my first um, method role. And the first, <laughs> the first, like, 
actual role I remember having. Um, it was Tinkerbell in Peter Pan. Wow, nice. Yeah. Oh, wait, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah actually, was, I remember that. It was a really I did cool not remember camp. Bumpy the Elf. I don't think I've heard that one, but I remember the Tinkerbell <laughs> part. That's cool. Yeah, it was a really fun role. Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of, like, a summer camp, so we had a week to put on a big production play. So, like, auditions were day one, and then mm. from there you hit the ground running, and everything else is, like, just preparing for that last day where we have our matinee and everything. Um, I can remember, I don't know if I've told this story before mm. to you or, like, on mm. the podcast. Mm. Hopefully not, but anyway, <laughs> it's the part where Tinkerbell, like, drinks the poison, like, takes it from Peter oh, yeah, Pan. Yeah. So, we were in, like, practice mode. So it's me, Peter, and the director is, like, in the audience, and Mm. she's a little distracted because there's a lot going on. And Peter and I have, like, done this uh, scene a couple Mm. of times. So I, like, I take the poison, I'm supposed to be really dramatic, and then fall backwards, and I fall backwards, and Peter is supposed to catch me. Oh, no. And I'm just laying there, and I was a a very quiet kid to begin with, Mm. but Tinkerbell doesn't have any lines. Mm. So I was just in, like, mute mode Mm -hmm. almost that entire week. Oh, Peter's like, oh, and the director looks up. She's like, what was that? And I said, my head. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, get up. My head. <laughs> and the day of the play, somebody must have said, like, Macbeth. I don't know. But the day of the play, I'm in the stall of, like, the school we're performing in. And I'm getting dressed. And my shoe fell in the toilet. And I was like, Mom, I don't know what to do. She's like, oh my god, um, I will find you some other shoes. Mm. So Tinkerbell was wearing tennis shoes. <laughs> nice. That's nice. okay. I um <clears throat> you had a perfect mom for those scenarios. Yes. Uh, yeah. it, if anybody can think, you know, on their feet or, mm-hmm. or you know, be able to create craft or create something yeah. for you, you know, that's at least there's that. Yes. Um that's great. Shout out to Christine. <laughs> um but oh man, um that you said the Macbeth thing. Yes. And and it, it, that immediately, like a million theater memories mm-hmm. rushed rushed through my head. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I was immediately in your, like empathizing with you in that position, yeah. especially at that age. Like, oh, that's yeah. rough. I mean, it's a good story. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, um, sometimes, like, I can still feel that. Pun- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> Same type of thing mm-hmm. uh, that play Boris in the briefcase. Yeah. I. I'm playing a Russian spy, and I don't know if I've told you there or the audience this one or not either. If I have, please stop me. Um, the uh, in the play, I was wearing a mustache, mm-hmm. and uh, all the rehearsals, a spearmint gum, you know, that you kept it on and everything, and it felt really good. And <laughs> you used gum yeah, as a, <laughs> a spearmint. Oh, uh, spearmint gum. Uh, it's a it's a type of uh, like theater, uh, oh, like almost. Uh, I did like, not mm. know that. I thought you had chewed a piece of gum, just slapped it on your face. I do like that good. almost better. I wish. I that wish that like was a sixth grade. It thing does. Oh do. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this mustache is working and working and. Mm-hmm. The first actual play, I'm out there, but they actually have the lights on now. Okay. So it's a lot yeah. hotter on stage and Ooh. things are heating up more. Yes. And my mustache, the, the spearmint gum under it, uh, I shouldn't say that so flippantly. For those that don't know, that's something that in theater you, you tend to use <laughs> yeah. to keep these things, prosthetics on and everything. Mm-hmm. It was working It and I go out on stage and I deliver my first line and the mustache doesn't just fly off. It does one of these like loop de loos in front of me, like it's almost like like just to like oh, taunt no. me, just yeah. like right in like front a of my face, in the wind. yeah, oh, and just no. falls to the ground. And I can hear as I'm looking down at it, I hear the audience, 
like that. And I have no idea what to do. Right. And so I, I just, I, I, I raise my head and I, I put my finger under my eye <laughs> like this. And I, I just keep going through the seat and everything. And everybody's laughing and it's hysterical. Right. What can you do? But yeah. to me, I don't think it's, I, I didn't, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was trying to like cover my, my bases yeah. here and stuff. Um, so to the podcast audience, I, I put my finger under my nose to, to like a pretend mustache. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, it, it's one of my favorite memories of theater now. Absolutely. In the yeah, moment. That really is improv, like thinking on your feet. Well, um, it, it, I think it saved me because like, I don't know, almost 20 years later, I'm in uh, the, the play and then there were none. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bigger roles I'd had uh, at the time. And I'm playing um, uh, Captain Lombard. And, and he's kind of the uh, sort of hero, sort of anti-hero of the play and everything. And, and the play, spoiler alert, play can't end unless Lombard kills the bad guy. And I'm not going to say who the bad guy was or anything, but um, this the, the play for us ended with me shooting him. The gun goes off. We had an old gun because our director was great, uh, Tim Ball. Shout out to Tim. And... Um, Tim uh, wanted to use old props and everything. So the gun we were using was working very well. This is like the fourth or fifth uh, show. Mm-hmm. And it goes off three times in the play. First time, okay. Second time, I'm not on stage. And it didn't sound right to me. But mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of the role. I'm, I'm Captain Lombard and all this. and yeah. So I'm not thinking too much about it. Sure. I get out there. And I pull, I'm laying on the ground and I pull out the gun to shoot, uh, the, the bad guy. Steve is his actual name. That's not his character's name. I'm just going to say Steve. He's actually, his name's Steve Martin. Uh, not oh, the Steve him. Martin, but another Steve Martin, another Steve Martin. Yeah. No, this is a completely. Right. I was talking about the Steve Martin that was in the play with you that I saw. Right. And not the Steve Martin we all know and love who was featured in the Muppet movie. This is right. This is a, actually a third <laughs> Steve Martin. Oh, it's yeah, not a, yes. there are a lot of Steve yeah, Martins. Yeah. Yeah. It's a popular name, but it's a turd out especially the acting community um but uh him just as great as the other steve okay just as great yeah Uh, the gun won't go off it's popping it's popping and i'm looking up at him and steve's got about three times the experience i do and he's got a look on his face i have never seen so i don't know what to do and and i know the i gotta end the play i gotta kill the bad guy so i just i i kind of tossed the gun onto the couch um because i didn't want to break the gun even more so i throw (laughs) it under the soft thing the cuts like bloody hell and i throw the gun on the couch and i just tackle him and i start strangling him behind another couch Mm -hmm. so the audience can't see me they can see me my my upper body and my arms but they can't see me and my hands around steve's neck Because we hadn't talked this through. And uh, credit to him, when I came charging at him, he just rolled with it. Yeah. I, that was not planned. <laughs> it and, was actual <clears throat> fear. <laughs> and I'm strangling him behind the, the, the couch. <clears throat> and, uh, and and on my face and everything, I'm you know trying to yeah. pull this off. Behind what people can't see is Steve on the ground. S- big, goofy <laughs> smile on his face, <laughs> giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> that was awesome. This <laughs> Well, I'm trying to, yeah, not now, man. Um, But I think that was one of my greatest moments in acting, like period, like uh, being able to to pull that off. I don't have that without this stuff in sixth grade happening. Yeah. I really think that a lot of that. I think I vaguely remember you telling me that story, but I couldn't remember how it ended. But I love how that ties into your like acting experience. I I think it really does. Yeah, Um, that's amazing. All these experiences, I think, really lead into another in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, wow. Oh, we're recording a podcast. I completely forgot about that. No, about joking. We didn't forget about yeah. you. We didn't forget about you. We, yeah, what is it? Uh, minute 15? We yeah. should probably... Why not? Why not? Slits. Let's go ahead and jump in. Let's jump right in. I think I pulled the last... Yeah. 
or I pulled first last time. Yeah, so you, you did. have the honor of pulling out. A All first. right, let's Cold go. Slash fact time. Yeah, Will let's it be see. Tied? I don't Ooh, know. we're gonna find out together. <laughs> let's see what we got here, and ah, it's a quote. Mm. So we are tied up now. Ooh, fabulous. <laughs> <clears throat> I believe that we form our own lives, that we create our own reality, and that everything works out for the best. Jim Henson. Of course it's Jim. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so beautiful. That's, um... So, I, yeah, go uh, just quick, with a lot of Jim's yeah. uh, work, a lot of his quotes, and a lot of the way he spoke, it, it's kind of in breaths. Ooh. It's kind of in beats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very poetic. Um, he, yeah, yeah, a bit of a rhythm walk, talker and writer. Yeah. Um, and, and I know, especially, I already had seen taken in so much Jim Henson. I've never taken in more Jim Henson in the last couple of years so, uh, in doing the podcast <laughs> yeah. with you. Um, and going back to the method of the over, you know, overanalyzing mm -hmm. and overworking ourselves for things and our professionalism and how serious we take this stuff. Even the fun podcast we're, we're overworking <laughs> ourselves for, but... I really have taken in a lot, and I've noticed that about him, the beats and the kind of rhythm of the way he talked. Yeah. And I think, well, I don't know if it was subconscious or not or anything, but it is so great with quotes. It is mm -hmm. so great with, like, yeah. I almost feel like um, with some of the work that we see, I can tell what's something that's his and something that isn't. Here seems like a good place to tell the audience. We um, were talking in our pregame, and we're going to have a special episode, a couple of special episodes coming up for you guys. Yes. Um, we have another collaboration episode coming up with our uh, great friends at Papa Masters of None, our new yes. best friends, uh, whether they know it or not. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to that. That'll be in about two weeks. Yeah, I would say. I think so. And then the episode after that happens to premiere on Christmas Day. Yes, it's just a Muppety year. Yeah. So we're uh, we're going to take that day off. Uh, we're gonna, No, no, of course not. No. Uh, <laughs> we're going to give you content. Yeah, we're going to give you something to look forward to on your Christmas Day, along with all the other uh, things to go with along with Christmas. Yes. Um, now, a little different episode, though, mm -hmm. uh, because while most of these, we have no idea what this episode, who's going to be featured in any yeah. of these episodes, that one we're going to feature uh, Emmett Otter's uh, a Christmas special. Yes, yeah. The uh, wonderful Christmas special that Jim Henson and his company and his team did back in uh, 1977. Mm -hmm. um, Brie hasn't seen it yet, so no, I she, I, I'm so idea. excited about I'm that. I'm really excited too. Yeah, like I, I just assumed that you had seen it, <laughs> and so when I presented it to you, I, I kind of thought, oh, she's gonna, you know, she will or she won't like this. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's gonna be really fun to be yeah. able to do kind of um, we're the same episode where we're gonna. Put Emmett uh, and his and that whole you know collection uh, in each each um, hat and put them through these scenarios, <laughs> just like we do with every other episode. But it's uh, this time the improv will be taken out of it as far as who the featured guest, if you will. Right. Is. Yeah. I've kind of looked at it that way in some ways, as whoever the Muppet is that we're doing is kind of our our guest. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. So we'll be doing that for the Christmas yeah, episode. And, and if you guys want to watch that too, so then you can kind of play along with us at home. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, and if you have seen it or you're about to watch it, you, along with uh, me, are going to be able to sit back and wait uh, for Bria. I think one of your favorite Muppets is going to show up in this. Really? Uh, yeah, I think there's a Muppet in it that you're really going to like. They're not in it that much, but I think that there's oh. one you're going to really like. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I'm very excited about I'm that. I'm excited, too. I was going to start guessing, but I'm just going to leave it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it. So um, with with all that, uh, yes. we have some stuff to, for you to look forward to. And... Um, 
uh, it, 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 I actually am. I, I will bring this back to the quote. <laughs> I know you will. Um, with, uh, with something like this, I believe that we form our own lives, that we create our own reality, mm-hmm. that everything works out for the best. Yes. Um, we just got done saying we're always, we're always where we're meant to be. That's, the universe. that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of this comes to that, you know, in many ways. Yeah. Um, with these episodes we have coming up, with the way that we plan improv. I mean, think about what we do here. Mm-hmm. We are planning improv. We are we are trying to have some in entropy. We are trying to have a little bit of uh, you know planning mm-hmm. <laughs> in entropy. It's it's kind of fun. It's kind it of is. cool. Yeah. It also speaks to the um, I, I think a lot of where so much of this comes from. Yeah. Muppeting uh, the Muppet world comes from uh, the Muppet universe, if you will. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Like almost all Jim Henson quotes are just woven with optimism mm. and yes i i think i was kind of born an optimist that's mm-hmm. just how i've always been even in bad situations so hearing a quote like that i feel like if my heart had to have like some kind of motto encrusted into it i feel like that would be very close to it i um i love the the that you take that from me as, as some, and of all the things we don't have in common, that may be at the top of things. I'm very happy that you are not like me on. Um, I think the world needs more optimists and, and uh, we're better off for you being one and having more of them. Oh, thank you. Um, we got enough realists. We got enough cynical people. Um, yeah. With, with something like that, it, the quote itself on its own, just reading it personally reminds me of this, but you are a living embodiment of it for me of, I'm not as cynical as I think. I'm not as much of a, a realist as I am, as I think I am, as I've always felt I have been. Uh, you remind me of the things that I have already in me um, that um, that uh, that I, I, I didn't. I, I don't think I, I realized I had until um, until we really started talking more and, and spending more time together and everything. Yeah. Um, it's not. I. I I give you credit for that. I do want to give your brother and sister credit as oh, well, yeah, too, though, absolutely. because I it really started there when mm-hmm. I, I started reconnecting and talking with them a lot more. Yeah. Um, I started to so see wonderful. more of it in me. Yeah, we, got, we got a good team here. We got a good team. <laughs> yeah, we got some good genes. Now you put your your your, t- your moms together into this, and bam, that's a, that's a heck of a, a creative collection right there. Um, I love that quote. I That's really too. good. I good. think it's a beautiful quote for us to start out on. Yeah, and I'm glad you included it in there. Nice job. Thank you. Okay. Oh, here we go. The Muppet or Muppet movie. Oh. Two fingers or one finger better. And I also don't want to like make it too loud on the microphone. <laughs> Distant drone. Yeah. Oh, one fell out. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Who is it going to be? Oh, it is a bit of a niche one. Mm. It is Dr. Phil Van Neuter, the uh, scientist who is featured in the Muppets from Space. Oh, remember? right. Oh, he's yeah. He's going to do Gonzo's like brain surgery. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him being super featured in like other mm. things. That's what yeah. I primarily know him from. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully no one's like yelling at me like, he's in this <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, you <laughs> know what? what I, I hope you are, actually. I hope you, you know, go ahead and interact with us. We might not be able to I'm hear you, me, but, you know, go right ahead and uh, <laughs> uh, interact with us all you want, please. You can take a look at yeah. it. It's going to take me a while to memorize his name. I was going to, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Phil is, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I never put that together. I didn't either until just now. Um, Dr. Phil Van uh, neuter. Neuter. Neuter, which again, funny name. Yeah. Uh, there's no uh, unfunny names in the in the, in the uh, Muppets universe, I think. I agree. Um, hmm. So. 
I actually, I like, in, I know he's kind of like the bad guy in Muppets in Space because mm-hmm. he is going to remove Gonzo's brain without him wanting yeah. that. But I did kind of enjoy his character in the mm-hmm. way that like he had a little bit of like sass to him. Mm-hmm. Like he's a, I'm clocked out now. Like I'm going to get margaritas with the girls or something like that. I'm uh so I'm going to cheat a little bit here, actually. It's and, a niche and, character. Uh, pulling up on loud. my phone the character a little because yeah. I, I want to be a little more familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I didn't I didn't know he was in the running. I didn't know he was in the list. I put a I, couple of like. I uh, love that. Oh, I love that you did this. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, with all the um, for all the Kermits and Miss Piggies, mm-hmm. there are so many characters like this. Yeah. That are not only um, going to be fun for us to put in these scenarios, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be fun for you guys out there, the audience, to yeah, kind of... Re- I can't imagine that this is a character that everybody, you know, oh, as soon as you said it, like right away, they, right, they imagine like, huh, who this was who and everything. Maybe, maybe there's some out there. Uh, everybody's got a favorite. Yeah. Um, but he, Phil Van Neuter, is the host of Tales from the Vet, a recurring sketch <laughs> on Muppets Tonight. He is a live hand Muppet as well. I was wondering that. Usually accompanied by his assistant, Mulch. Oh, mulch. Um, and not as familiar with mulch. Yeah, me either. Seeing, uh, Sorry, mulch. mulch. Um, now, here's a good one, though. Uh, it, it, there is an image I just saw of him with uh, Bunsen Honeydew. Yeah, And the that's first fun. thing I thought of was Bunsen, Bunsen Honeydew <laughs> and, and, and Beaker. Uh, you know, two, Now, those are two characters we all know and we all remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's the lesser known of the doctors yeah, in the yeah. Muppet universe. You know, um, almost every show like this or in this... That has a such a wide age range, age range that it is trying to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a mad scientist of some oh, sort. Yeah, you you definitely. need that in there a little bit. Yeah, so, this um, is fun to play with. Oh, Dexter's Laboratory, a little, you know, something like <laughs> that. A little, yeah, yes, yeah, something <laughs> along those lines. It's um, it's fun. Yeah. How would you describe his exterior? Um, he's kind of like tall. Absolutely. I was going to say tall and lanky, um, and I, I, I was I was actually trying to find uh, more descriptive terms because at first, and I'm like, no, no, yeah, I'm glad you said that because we don't need to. That that's it right there. There's not a ton of Muppets that look like him that are yeah. as tall and stretched out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with him too, his features are so much more featured. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a writer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but his ears are more presented. Yeah. His, his, uh, all of him humanoid. is more presented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much better way to put it, I think. Um, which we don't get with a lot of Muppets. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that's featured maybe, or they have big ears or big eyes or something. Yeah. With him, everything kind of stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I find that uh, to be a unique part of him. His hands, too. They use his hands much Very more. Very fun. Yeah, when I was recalling him in the Muppets from Space mm-hmm. movie, I think that was the first thing I thought of was like how animated his hands were. Yeah. And his his voice is like a pretty fun, too. Mm-hmm. It was... I, I'm not good at imitating voices. Yeah, yeah, he did, no, but it's a fun voice. It is a fun yeah. voice. Yeah, so he's kind of like a lab coat, like you said, mm. mad uh, scientist or mad vet in this case, yeah, I yeah. guess. I like that, I like, especially for the Muppet universe. Yeah, That's a good it one. It makes now. sense. That's a fun character. Yeah, so should we put Dr. Phil in the scenario? <laughs> Not a real doctor, by the way, Dr. Phil. Um, really? uh, no, no, not a real doctor. No. Uh, like a doctorate or something like that, one okay. of those things. Yeah, my sister um, Sierra and I used to like video call each other and watch episodes together. Uh, loved it. Um, that guy, what he, what he turned into uh, from uh, an interview on Oprah or, mm-hmm. or something like that to turn that into the empire that he has turned it into. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. 
Let us see what situation we are Dr. putting Dr. Phil, Phil into. <laughs> How would this Muppet react if you got trapped in an elevator together? <laughs> um, okay, that's a, okay, that's a good one. For this being so improv, some of these just are so perfect. Like, that's the one I would have wanted to pick for this character. Yeah, that's okay, perfect. do tell. How would you react? Um, well, first, I think that we're going to get out. Like he he he's going to try to right. fi- well yeah. I should say we're either going to get out or we're going to crash down. <laughs> he's going to try so to figure out one way or another yeah. <laughs> to get us out of there. Um, it's not going to be boring. It's it's no, definitely going to be interesting. He's an eccentric guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're also if you weren't already driven crazy before getting on the elevator with him, <laughs> before you get out of there, you will be crazy. You will yeah. you you will be driven crazy by him. Definitely. Do you imagine that it's just you two in the elevator, or yeah, are there yeah. other people in there? Oh, I do like mulch being there too. I okay. like the idea. Of <laughs> Whoever that. I like mulches. The idea. <laughs> or even better, what about this? What about uh, it's it's him and mulch and you and I get stuck in the Ooh, elevator okay. with him? How that yeah. goes? I feel like that's one of those ones where you're doing your best to like kind of like you know, turn your back to the person you're just kind of like talking uh you know, trying to ignore the other you know. there's a divide yeah this is this invisible divide there that you know um elevators are one of the more unique situations for human beings to be in in yeah. society mm-hmm. i've been in a lot of elevators with a lot of people and what uh, a sentence. One of my one of my favorite things to do is when I'm there when I don't know anybody in the elevator, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of like to just be a fly on the wall. Oh yeah, just be a people watcher. It's I one thought of those... I thought at first you were gonna say I like to strike up a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> yes, don't, yes, don't do yeah, that. Okay, I, love the, I love the care that went into that too. <laughs> <laughs> please, Dad, please. <laughs> no, I uh, I'm the opposite. I, okay. I like to just kind of keep the be yeah. by my you know just observe because. Um, we all we all have our way of we think we're going to handle ourselves in an elevator. And then we're in the elevator in the moment. And I don't care if you have uh, like ice water in your veins. You are different in an elevator. Everybody <laughs> handles, everybody's different in an elevator. It is weird. It's yeah. a weird scenario. No matter how much we normalize it, it's such a still weird thing. And everybody has, you can be the most calm, cool, collected human being in the world. There's a little hiccup in that elevator. And you are, you are, a, yep, yep, you are, you are. And I've seen it. Did you guys it. feel that? Did you feel that? I was in, uh, I was in, uh, when I, I was living in DeKalb, uh, there were, uh, Northern Illinois University was there and okay. at the hotel I worked at, a lot of the, uh, the players went there and a lot of recruits and stuff. You're a and renaissance then, man. Uh, uh the, the, the hotel, I just, uh, I checked people in and I, I did a little bit of, uh, okay. you know, maintenance work, stuff like that. Cool. Um, there, there's an elevator in the hotel. I got to go up. And I get in the elevator with this, you know, offensive lineman who's got to weigh two, two, three hundred, you know, or not oh. two, three hundred, maybe wow. three forty, somewhere around there. So that's already a little nervous. <laughs> I weigh, luckily, I, I'm barely over on a, a buck day. something, you know. <laughs> yeah. So on a good, yeah, a little alone back then, like ten year, ten fifteen years ago, yeah. whatever it was. And we get in the elevator, and it's it's going up just fine. And if my first fa- my first feeling, whoo, there's a hiccup. Now, I didn't know it's an old elevator, and it just happens like that. It's not a big deal. But there's this hiccup, and him and I look at each other, and there was a moment where we almost grabbed, like, almost hugged each other. Like, we almost, like, there was a moment. We held back. (laughs) Held back. And then, like, uh, it it just, it kicks back in, like, not even five, ten seconds this last. You're both exhaling. Yeah. And as it's going back up, you can tell, you can feel in the, in the, uh, the elevator, the, the wannabe machismo, like, trying to be creative. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you can see the score of the game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yes. Yeah. 
so uh elevators huh it's <laughs> kind of silly Crazy, thing yeah. talk to you later like we didn't say one word to each other the whole time until that happened that moment then all right. of a sudden we're like both kind of tried to like machismo comfort each other yeah. or something <laughs> oh my gosh but uh the, the hiccup that happened in that thing yeah. oh yeah elevator scenario uh seeing being in there with him i could see i could see some fun uh, I could also see it being one of those things where you build it up in your head and then you go and it's nothing. Like, you know, you, you don't even speak to each other or anything. Right, yeah. So I don't know if it's just because I loved the movie. Um, oh, man, I loved it and now I can't think of the title. Uh, You've Got Mail. With, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, like, I was obsessed with it when I was a teenager. I like, watched it too many times on VHS. So the first thing I thought of was us four uh, with Mulch uh, being stuck in there in that scene where Tom Hanks and his oh, like yeah. uh, soon to be ex girlfriend are like stuck mm-hmm. in the elevator and they're all like uh, panicking at first, but then they like all sit down on the floor and they're talking about what they're gonna do when they get out of there and if they have any regrets and stuff. So that's kind of what I was thinking. I think but, I, I think that's more of the real. <laughs> that's more actually of what would actually happen. I think. Yeah. I there's just something about that like a little scene of him in the Muppets in space that I feel like I would like I would have like a glass of wine with him not oh, yeah. in any like in a platonic mm-hmm. way obviously yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that didn't need to be said no maybe maybe it did <laughs> maybe it did thanks for saving face um I what I, I also like about that scenario is the idea of like worrying about not being able to get out and, and that and yeah. you, you kind of like you going through the, the, the whole gamut of emotions of anger yeah. and really, and then just getting like a, the whole grieving you know, peace. Yeah. And then just <laughs> peace with it and everything. And you're just kind of sitting there in a Zen yeah. moment when the elevator finally does open. Oh, you I realize could... five minutes have passed. <laughs> like that's right. it. Like, <laughs> I could see him like momentarily at first freaking out, like, Oh my God, all of you need to get down. I need need air and all this stuff but eventually i, I think we do get out just fine and we trauma bond well I, that's the other part of it too uh, and i hadn't thought of this um you never would get stuck in an elevator with somebody you want to um, it, when i said about us being in there like that would not happen right. you and i would never You'd be stuck be like, in an elevator oh, I, left together. I left my yeah. phone in the car yep and you'd get <laughs> oh, stuck gosh, in there by yourself or something <laughs> <laughs> which is actually a funny inside joke um that because uh, it just never, like in movies, TV shows, any scenario we're talking, real life, anything, nobody ever gets stuck in an elevator with somebody they want to be stuck in an elevator yeah, with. Yeah, it just doesn't happen like I that. Don't, I, I think there's something about the design of an elevator, like the actual uh, physical <laughs> building of it. Like <laughs> it, it, It's physically impossible. I'm going to ruin your day. <laughs> That's a good one. That was a good scenario. <laughs> that was I funny. like that. All right, Dr. Phil. Hmm. Let's see the would you hat. Hmm. Would you, Dr. Phil? Here we go. Would you? Would you bring this Muppet to a party? Ooh. Very, ooh. Uh, ooh. Let's see, like, what kind of party would you bring, Dr. Phil? Because there's a lot of different parties. My, my was the first thing I was thinking, yeah. because I thought of a, a typical adult party at first, and then mm-hmm. I thought immediately of a kid's birthday party. Yeah, <laughs> and, very and, different atmospheres. Right, right. And, ooh, retirement party. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, uh, surprise party. Surprise uh, party. Gender reveal yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, with all those different scenarios, <laughs> um, all of those I could see bringing him to. Yeah, he seems like a... He's not going to get too crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will say, though, I don't know if I'd recommend him for all of them. <laughs> Some yeah, more than others. Um, right. 
I actually think uh, the the kid's birthday party thing is perfect. Obviously, yeah. him being a Muppet that helps a little bit. <laughs> but uh, just hit the type of Muppet he is. Yeah. What I love is the idea of uh, you know um, Dad scheduled. Hey, son, you're gonna have Kermit. Kermit's coming and everything. But then you get like him. Like, <laughs> like, 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 that? Kermit couldn't make it, but we got Doctor Phil. It's your good friend, Doctor <laughs> Phil. <laughs> it's like wait, what? All the moms perk up and they're like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not him. that Doctor Phil. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that scenario. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah, any party I think would be Ooh, good to take him to. I think I would bring him to a murder mystery party. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he would get super into it. I see him being like, like I said earlier, like he's got his work and like, yeah, he loves being a doctor. But when he clocks out, like he's just Phil. Yeah. He's yeah. got this whole other world with him. Please, it's just Phil, not doctor. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I see him being very like culture. Yeah. And he enjoys like a little bit of like trash TV. Mm-hmm. So he could talk to you about that. Yeah, he likes yeah. some award shows. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Maybe I'm just like creating this facade in my head of him. But it works. That, that's it works how for I see him. him. Yeah. yeah. So I would, I bring him to like a dinner party or like a murder mystery or something like that um what is that the type of party that you're like somebody you get an invite for this party you think of him right away like as your plus one now that matt can't go or it's unlike that yeah. <laughs> matt can't go but this muppet i know can go right right he just happens to have to be free <laughs> yeah he's on my speed matt, dial uh, matt matt and i and my dad or uh, your the grandpa are all off watching a hockey, hockey game yeah, yeah we're out of the hockey game so you got like, the night oh, open busy yeah, yeah yeah phil mm. you come to this Can't murder you mind? mystery party murder mystery thing I, i'm with you i think that he'd be a good fit yeah. for that hmm. i think out of like all of the muppets i don't know if i'm being honest i don't know if he would be in my like yeah, right. Dr. Yeah. Phil, but since he's like here right now, mm-hmm. I can definitely see him in that. I uh, I also feel like, um, and I, I don't know why, I feel like he's one of those ones where, like, you say you two are sitting down having coffee or something, and, um, you know, and then you get an invite or a friend brings something up and he invites himself. Kind of like, but he doesn't realize he's doing yeah, it. He doesn't he's not know. Trying he's trying to be rude. He's yeah. just like, oh, I like, uh, I like that movie. I'll come with. Like you're talking about a part. Like you're talking about this and everything. And yeah. He's like, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. What, what, when did that happen? When did you yeah. get invited? No, when I did... totally see that. I, I think can see that's him doing right that. <laughs> and he has no idea he's doing yeah, it. He has no, no idea. He has good intentions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I see myself being like. Good friends with Phil. I, I could see that. I could Maybe see not Doctor Phil Van Neuter, but yeah. with Phil. But Phil, the guy, Phil outside Phil, of the lab. Yeah, part. Phil outside. Because he's you know. more than a vet. Come on, he's I mean, a give him, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a, a fully uh, you know, and there's a, a complete human, complete person, a very developed character here. Yes, I, I kept wanting to call him a person. I, I, <laughs> I know I do that accidentally sometimes. I'll be editing. I'm like, did I just call this moment a person? Whatever. I do it. I, I do it too. And, and we're not alone. We have something no. in common with Johnny Carson. So yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. That was fun. I, that was when we one. pulled him at first, I was a little like, oh, like, I don't know this character super well. But I, I did just create a little bit of it in my head. But I think that was fun. Well, and that's something that, uh, again, you know, we you have the uh, longtime uh, watchers and listeners have the play at home version of What the Muppet um, <laughs> that we got to all of you. You should have gotten in the middle. Um, 
when you're doing this at home playing along, which I hope you guys are doing. I really yeah. hope you are thinking how you would answer these things. Yes, and like comment and send us like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so much fun to do this with each other. It'd be fun to know what you guys are thinking too. When you guys are putting them in these situations, I yeah. I, I think that um, you're, you're, you're doing a little bit of that yourselves, creating some persona, creating mm -hmm. some character. You know, we, we probably do that more than we realize, even with the more fleshed out characters. Yeah, definitely. Which I, I think it's fun. It, it all comes back to imagination yes. and, and feeding yeah. that imagination monster and, and letting Aww, it grow and enjoy yeah. and become bigger and better and furrier and more fun like and it and, and turns into, you know, Sweetums or something. <laughs> you know. I, I love it all. <laughs> that's Actually, that's where Sweetums came from. Sweetums is uh, just, yeah, yeah, he's just an imagination monster running around. I love it. <laughs> that was good. That was a good episode. Aww, thank you guys so much thank for you listening, all. watching, playing along. And next episode, yeah. we are picking out of our surprise hat. Ooh, that's going to be cool. Somebody is going to win an awesome prize uh, designed and created by our own Bria. Yours and, truly. Uh, that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I can't wait to pull that. I'm excited to show it to you guys because mm -hmm. I made it a little while ago. I don't want to wait a week. I don't want to wait. Uh, we're going to have to do it, though. We're going to have to wait. We're going to wait. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And if you want to support the podcast, you can uh, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at What the Muppet Pod. Yeah, thanks for spreading the word about the show yes, and uh, meeting you. us at the Rainbow Connection. Oh, yeah, that's a good ending. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to laugh and tune in with us. Together, we find the Rainbow Connection. Your support means so much, and we appreciate you. Our podcast art is by the awesome Aubin Sprecher, whose hilarious videos can be found at Death by Squirrel on YouTube. Until the next time, Muppet Heads! Muppet Heads!